AZO for one, AZO for all. AZO. <laughs> hey, Copper Records Podcast with Billy Eropto. Uh, thanks for having me, Digby. That's all right. His actual name's Morgan. He's a legend. You also play in this other band, Police to Jive You. But hey, let's talk about that song that you're about to put out. It's crazy. Yeah. Oh, thanks, man. Crazy, man. Yeah. I hit up Morgan. I was like, hey, man, you want any Billy Eropto tunes? Like out on the label. That'd be fucking sick. He's like, yeah, man. I got some stuff lying around. And like, I just kept pestering for like a good like week or two. And he's like, oh, dude, I got, I got a song. I think it's pretty good. And he sends it through and I'm driving to work. I got loaded up on Dropbox. And it's just like five minutes of just like progressive pop song with a million layers. And then just so many melodies and like crazy, like uh, esoteric lyrics. And I was like, this is perfect. <laughs> this is like, if I was thinking about it, I was like, I want Morgan to put out something. And I want it to be just like classic Billy Eropto, like real crazy. I don't even know how it was made or like how it was written. And it's just here. And I'm like, I don't really understand what I just listened to, but it was definitely like pop music. And I just love that shit about that, <laughs> that song. It's just like exactly, yeah, it's so good. Yeah. Oh, thanks, man. I really appreciate that. Um, yeah, it's a bit of a... It's a bit of a, a mess, isn't it? Nah, it's, <laughs> it's perfect, man. It's like... So we're going to put the song out. We're just doing like a quick 15-minute podcast. I think that's what we're going to do for all of the podcasts. But mm. also maybe not. But I was like, what I want to... Like, listening to that song, I was like, how did you even like start writing and recording those parts and layering stuff and choosing any sort of direction there? Because I've been in the studio with you before mm. and just watched it happen. And I don't even really know what goes on because the stuff is just coming out, like just flowing ideas. For this one, I was traveling with my girlfriend at the time and listening to a lot of the Beach Boys because yeah. a couple of years earlier, that movie Love and Mercy had come out. Oh, sick. And it's like a biopic about Brian Wilson's life and John Cusack and um, Paul Dano, I think it is, play different versions of Brian Wilson That's awesome. at different points in his life. Anyway, that movie inspired me to listen to the Beach Boys, Pet Sounds and the Smile Sessions. And that's like all I listened to when me and Putri were traveling for like six months. And so somewhere in there, I got really obsessed with this idea of taking what Brian Wilson was doing on those albums, which is a lot of uh, really complicated, but um, palatable and sort of key changes and, yeah. and, and mode changes. That's, that's hectic. Cause that's exactly what I was like, I was listening to him. I was like, he's changing key a bunch here. And there's a bunch of different melodies, but they're all super strong and everything flows into each other, like changing key centers, like the, the melody continues. Yeah. I was like, motherfucker. That's yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's one of the yeah. things I learned listening to Pet Sounds and Smile Sessions so much is that to keep those key changes and those chord and or mode changes really like easy to follow or just catchy is to um, have the, the melody go along with the chords. Because if you just have the... And also the bass line is obviously intrinsic to what's going on with the chords yeah. as well and brian wilson would do all these things where he'd shift the bass notes to not be the root or the one of the of the key or the chord but he'd actually have them playing the third or the fifth of the chord so that when the key change happened it's the one or whatever yeah he the That's bass player keeps playing that chord and now that chord that he was playing that was the third or the fifth of that chord is now the root of the new chord that is the new key That's so crazy but, and like just yeah. complicated harmony it's yeah. fucking nuts dude. So, but you can analyze that stuff to death and still not be able to do it just naturally because i don't know like if brian wilson was thinking like oh i'll do this chord and this will be the third and the yeah. fifth. it just came out of him that way yeah so with this song called hello world when i was 
traveling with poetry i would i'd write on this old program i used to write all the old songs on when i was like 14 and 15 called tabbit you wrote this thing on tabbit <laughs> yeah <laughs> like a maniac and tabbit's dude. just the most basic thing uh i don't have it yet uh it's just the most basic program it's like guitar pro if anyone's heard of that and no it's more it's simpler i've seen you write sim- on it yeah. before and it's literally like binary code and there's six lines for six strings of a guitar yeah yeah and you write like drum parts like guitar parts and melody parts by like typing in numbers yeah that's right and it just literally makes like an 8-bit sound for everything yeah and like you can't swing it i don't think you can change like key signatures or anything like yeah no to 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 change the time signature or the key or yeah the time signatures or, or put a swung rhythm or triplets in you have to go into the bar and change a specific part of the bar and that, that can be finicky but the yeah the the notes and entering in the numbers for all the guitars and drum parts is like the immediacy of that can get your ideas out really quickly i've seen you writing it before it's crazy it's like uh yeah dude i was like how does anyone do that with tabbit man <laughs> like, yeah. you know, like that's dude that's loose so you're, you're traveling you guys are in scotland and stuff and you're just like okay i got this idea guitar pro open and you just go like tabbit please not guitar pro it's called um, tabbit yeah use tabbit you fucking beast man. <laughs> <laughs> and then you just go sick i'm gonna get this thing down where do you come back to it like like you know like where do you start putting into a, a sequencer or adding like instruments and stuff yeah i mean i was the only other thing i had with me on that trip was a little guitar that i bought on another trip when we were going through myanmar and it was or uh, it'll always be burma burma to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and uh and we got this little six string like it looks like a little mandolin but it is just a guitar and the tonation's all out and stuff yeah. like you go up to the 12th fret and it gets out of tune by there but it's so it's got that real eastern twang to it so I love it. and you can just travel around with it in your backpack so i had that and that's why i wrote this other ep called lullaby redundant on when i was over there when i was sick in scotland i wrote that just with the guitar and around the same time and the good thing about that is the limitations of that guitar you can't do anything the frets are so close together but because the frets are so close together you're also not moving around so much to change key or to change chord is just so much more natural but i was just working with like two parameters which was chords and melodies There (laughs) there weren't rhythms there weren't like any other sounds or any decisions to make other than what chords am i playing on this stupid guitar (laughs) that's awesome and what melodies am i singing with my voice fuck man so around so with those tools i took it onto tabbit and came up with these chords on the guitar and translated them into piano and i remember at the time consciously thinking like the thing that i want to get is the chords and the key and the bass talking to each other in the same way that brian wilson had on those on those great beach boys albums yeah but also what lacks on those albums like hideously is any funk or any groove <laughs> or any rhythm there's no rhythm there's they're so white man they're like the yeah. whitest sound albums they're like, junka, 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 as, junka, as like junka. i love that shit too i was like yeah but it's like you're totally right and this thing's got like your track tons of funk like this huge smashing rhythm like on the one and four yeah one and th- oh, look it's on beats it's on some beats it's yeah. on some beats <laughs> yeah it's crazy too and that drum sounds like awesome it's very nice yeah oh yeah. thanks man yeah. yeah the drum track was uh played by jared stewart who plays in the band that i'm in please to jive you yeah, um sick. he recorded the the drum track to this and it's a really simple drum track but he's got way more groove and experience than i do 
Um, oh, hello. Hey, what's up? My girlfriend Liv just came in. <laughs> she brought us takeaway. It's so sick. What did you bring from takeaway? Burgers. Burgers. Yeah, dude, uh, yep. we take a break? Yeah, let's take a break. Right. We're going to eat burgers. Um, we finished eating chips and burgers. I once posted an ad on Gumtree <laughs> for this vocal booth. I don't know if it's still there. <laughs> <laughs> it's this vocal booth that used to be uh, like an ear testing, a hearing testing thing. The thing was crazy. It was so cr- <laughs> yeah. The ad was just like, who wants an incredibly inconvenient <laughs> bullshit thing that you could use as a freezer for dead bodies? I remember you got it. You're like, <laughs> I put it in my room. I recorded heaps of vocals <laughs> and it sounds way worse than <laughs> when I didn't have it. It's the worst sounding vocal takes I've ever, <laughs> ever heard. You showed me like, man, it's literally got like a slap back delay on everything. It's like this <laughs> tiny, like it's literally like everything just, I can hear it smash off this hard stuff. <laughs> it's just like, it's all it is. It, it just took the car noise out. The car noise out was better. Like it was better. <laughs> it sounded colder. It sounded more abrasive. It sounded abusive. It, mm. it was an assault was, on the senses. It was no good. It was altogether just a depressing uh, foray into into vocal boothery I think he moved out of that room and then it was still in that room yeah it was still in there it still <laughs> just had what looked like a schizophrenic's handwriting all over it which it was did. meant to be song notes but um, uh, hey man that works I don't even write song notes anyway, we're talking about drum sounds talking about tablet so I wrote those, those the first chords in those songs and we uh, I, I took those those chords and then sort of I think I exported MIDI because in Tabit you can export the MIDI track and, yeah. I, and then imported the MIDI track into Ableton and just ready to go yeah and then just used like a Wurlitzer uh, plugin on it and then continued writing off that thinking like oh what should what should come after this and I knew that I wanted the instruments to be live instruments so because most of that live that's hectic the, yeah the drums and the bass I knew uh, the, the yeah the foundation of the rhythm I wanted to be that's and then sick. I think yeah and then from there i just did whatever i could to make it sound thicker so i doubled the bass track and put an auto filter on that and panned that to the left and the right so that the actual low notes of and the low frequencies of the bass were in the center and the the filtering and wah sound of Man, the that's bass crazy. Would be on i the, heard on that the sound like that's fucking nuts it's like this crazy the envelope on it is real nuts when we're eating burgers mm. i was talking i was like man watching you write music I was like, I, I never understood how he did it because my approach is totally different. Where I was like, I just fixate on one idea mm. and just like, just that's seven minutes. Like just one idea for seven minutes with two things going on. That's all I could ever handle. And I was like, watching you write music, even in Tabit and stuff when we were younger, it's just like idea after idea after idea. Yeah. And it's just like, in everything happening at once sound design and just songwriting and it's just and then it's done like the song's over I think early on I was really obsessed and sort of hell-bent on just doing anything there's no point in doing anything if it's going to be the same as what somebody else has done yeah but I probably went too far and tried to make everything <laughs> as difficult and uh, abrupt and different uh, uh, in every second of itself like what I didn't realize at that time was that being different from something else doesn't mean being different from itself every yeah. seven seconds if that makes sense because yeah. I have a tendency every seven or eight seconds to get bored of an idea but really what that is is just anxiety creeping in saying this is boring now nobody wants to hear this over and over again yeah. you don't want to hear this over and over again so change the idea plus it's saying um, 
oh what's this idea if you're a listener oh what am i listening to here oh too late i can't tell if it's good or bad because the idea has changed now oh what's happening now oh well <laughs> I, I don't know anymore because that's changed now oh, so man. but but as i became aware of that i started trying to use that tool in a way that was not so hey look at me this is a weird track isn't it <laughs> that's the thing i love about this thing though it's like it doesn't sound weird but if you listen really closely like those modulating key centers mm. and all that stuff's like if you really listen close and like the sound design and stuff like that there's lots of layers but like really it's just like core songwriting is there it's like melody harmony rhythm but then just like at the same time like a circus of other shit mm. happening around it and i always thought that was like such a cool thing to be happening because it's just like it just happens with you it's not like i'm not i'm trying to do this shit it's got to be the most technical thing ever it's just like man i just wrote this thing yeah here it is and then it's on to the next thing but like i made them work in the same key because like that's important to me like yeah i love that shit i listen to so much music of my friends and and just of other all the music that i enjoy most of it is just like like you're the sort of music you write where it is one or two ideas and it can live in itself for four or seven minutes or whatever i only got two ideas just to set, that's it yeah but it's great because then i can listen to it and i can and I, can, I can have a little meditation away from life for four or seven minutes and it's not a journey it's not a like it's not going from one extreme to another yeah. to another idea it's just one or two ideas that you can enjoy and i really am jealous of people who can do that because like yeah i I, i've tried to do that before and it just ends up sounding half-baked and there's no attention to detail it's just it's just like you know basic sounds and basic i don't know like my brain wants to wants to twist it like a lot of a lot of like this song in particular and any song that you would have heard and you and you say like i don't know how you do it i've watched you do the process before it's me trying to do something really simple and then getting cold feet every half an hour and just changing the thing and and trying to make it like go back on itself and but it ends up just being like uh like a, a snake eating its own tail. Ouroboros. Its, yes, Ouroboros. Ouroboros. I love the Ouroboros. I love the tunes. It's a good It's a good snake. <laughs> What's your top five snakes? Go. My top five snakes. Hey, my, it's a good segue because I was going to ask you this at the end and it's kind of the end because we're kind of... You're going to ask me what my top five yeah, snakes Yeah, top are. five snakes. I was, top three songs or just <laughs> three songs you'd recommend to people that like they might like it can be anything because mm. I know you got a really eclectic taste in music and I I like people with eclectic taste in music mm. three songs you'd recommend to somebody and they can be super popular they don't have to be super esoteric but just like three songs you're like man the, these things caught my attention this week and they're fucking crazy even if stuff that you rediscovered or whatever or. King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard and Mild High Club yeah and they did an album together it's called Sketches of East Brunswick and it's you've got to listen to it you've got to listen to it (laughs) and then you've got to listen to it again and again and again and it's just a beautiful journey and it sounds like you're you're following a tram around East Brunswick that's sick full of like Mellotron flute sounds but also real flute sounds and all the guitar chords are played with this wah that just won't quit and <laughs> and, and King Gizzard yeah. have two drummers so there's left drums and right I drums I love that shit I heard on one of their songs it's like is that hi-hats and left and right alternating yeah. I was like that With just blew my whole head off slightly different drum patterns yeah. but they like uh, recently I was going back on Mr. Bungle yeah the second track off California which oh I can, boy I can never remember if oh yeah none of them knew they were robots that album's crazy <laughs> yeah it's seven minutes long and 
at the at the start and in the very middle and at the very end it has this what theme of the song but every time it gets to the middle of the song i've heard the song hundreds of times and i've you know i love it yeah but it gets to the middle of the song and it plays that theme and i'm convinced it's the end of the song but then it goes on for another three and a yeah, half minutes so that's, that's mr bungle yeah that's like, like i know those albums i know yeah. them really well but i don't mm. i definitely don't and nobody does yeah but somebody probably does that's fine you can't know them enough yeah you keep going back to them and you'll never know them that's that's good <laughs> all right third thing that's not mr bungle you seen this thing <laughs> it's kind of, that's that's, that's like not even an iPod. It's an MP3 player. I think it's like five buttons on it and like four. Can it's got SD card slots. It's only got SD card <laughs> slots. It doesn't have internal storage. That's so it doesn't even have a clock. I'm so into it. It's so good. It's, <laughs> it's a 200 gigabyte SD card. That's crazy. <laughs> it looks like it looks like you got two iPod classics and, and just like like smash them together. And then add more buns. <laughs> the screen is grayscale. I it's love just, it. It's, uh, oh, uh, Foxygen. Yeah, dude. Sick. Foxygen Avalon. That song just has like this weird. Like the singer reminds me of Mick Jagger, even though he doesn't really sound like Mick Jagger. Yeah, He's totally just got fine. this attitude of like, hey, baby, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I listened to a lot of Rolling Stones today. I was like, man, I, I understand the Jagger thing now. I finally get it. Oh, he's so good. Yeah, he is. <laughs> that song just has tremendous tempo changes in it. It's got it. Oh, and, and Neil Young, he put out an album this year as well that was recorded in, I think, 1971 over the course of one, one night. And he just recorded all these songs and one of them's called Give Me Strength and that's just a really pretty song and I, I just love the way he strums the guitar because he doesn't seem to care whether he's hitting too many strings or not enough strings or but it it, it sounds good and it's just I'm into it I'm listening to Neil Young album I love Neil Young oh yeah yeah you you got me onto Neil Young and Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young I had a dream last <laughs> night that, <laughs> not, that Young had left Crosby, Stills and Nash <laughs> Crosby, Nash yeah but that somebody had replaced Young and his name was something really like Crosby, Stills, Nash and Andrew yeah <laughs> it's like it doesn't really work that's the podcast thanks for coming over man hey no worries thanks for having this me this tune's so good thank you very much uh, maybe this should be the theme of the podcast is that there's always an ice cream break or burgers <laughs> I like that I like having the ice cream let's just make some gross ice cream noises and then just stop the, the thing okay so that's uh, how we're gonna end every uh, episode one two three <laughs> You did better.